Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Zach Can't Wait for Kevin Can Wait. Uh, just as an update because I know everybody is wondering. My my tonsil removal has gone well and I've been eating all the chalky ice cream that I could I could dream of, which has been very delicious. Joining me again is um now I would like to consider you my co-host in this endeavor that is the highest honor one could bestow upon me thank you very much and i'm very happy to hear about your tonsil extraction yes being a success i was worried sick about you the other night thank you i appreciate that i was um nervous myself but as soon as the nurse came in with some ice cream, I was giddy, as um, some would say, for the thought of me eating nothing but ice cream for the next three weeks straight. You are off to giddy. Yes. I am also very weak right now. I have not had any protein. Well, if you'd like me to assist you in getting your mail, or brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, or if you have any letters to write... <laughs> You just let me know. And I have I'll been check wanting my... to write one to my grandmother in Maryland. Okay, well, I'm busy after this. Okay. This time on the podcast, we have watched yet again another episode of the beloved show. Zach can't wait for Kevin. Can... <laughs> That's my show. That is also a beloved show. Yes. Um, I hope that everybody enjoys it. Um, but we have just watched the show. Kevin can wait. Um, now this one was a real banger. Yes, coming in strong. He did not hit a sophomore slump. The second episode was it hit just as hard as the first. Yes, it was beautiful, like a flower or like a snowflake, which I I would say most episodes of Kevin can wait are like snowflakes beautiful and unique in every way and also <laughs> fragile and can melt at the touch of warmth okay that's a nice metaphor thank you now as we begin this episode Kevin James in this show named Kevin yes. um, he is 
undergoing some serious pain. We know this because he begins the episode looking for some Icy Hot, a common pain relief ointment. And um, while I was quite worried about Kevin, I thought, what's wrong, Kevin? Yes, in this scene, um, there was quite an intense for me, Mm. for you, yes, for Kevin, yes, and for all else involved, the live studio audience, for sure. As Kevin searched for the icy hot in his bathroom, in such agonizing pain, the acting exhibited here, I would believe that Kevin had <laughs> somehow, somehow in his own f- home got his foot stuck in a bear trap. <laughs> that was the amount of pain I saw in this. It in seemed face. like it, yes. It was, bear, it was a bear trap level of pain. Yes. Now, Kevin did find the Icy Hot, but unfortunately his pain did not stop there. As, as, as when he rubbed it into his armpit, he got fiery pits. Yes, the hot hit harder than the icy. It's true. It was, it was quite, it was quite emotional for me. No, a little fun tidbit. Yes. This scene happened at ten thirty-four p.m. I right. noticed on the clock by the bed as Kevin came to return to bed for the uh, the scene about to occur between him and his now sleeping wife, who, yes. as we should remind the audience, not to get too attached. She soon will be suffering a tragic, bloody death. Yes, hopefully by train. Um, is what I will write in my fan fiction, which I have. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, uh, at the end of this series, we will do Zach Can't Wait for Kevin Can Wait's fan fiction, yes. written by Zach from Zach Can't Wait from Kevin Can Wait. Yes. It's going to be a very long title, but it will be worth it. I have to tell the audience, I wish... That Zach can't wait for Kevin can wait as a visual medium, because as Zach is looking at me, he's piercing into my soul with these piercing chestnut brown eyes. I feel loved and I feel known. I feel like you know me. I do know you. But I mean like, you know, you know me, like, you know me. If you look too deep into my eyes, you will see how you die. Just like that witch. Big fish. In Big Fish. Would you mind if I looked? Sure, go ahead. That is similar to how I guessed it would happen. Yes. Swordfish. A swordfish accident. Yes. Yes. But not in the way you'd expect. No. Has anybody here seen the uh, new Get Smart movie starring... um, Stephen Corral. Stephen Corral. <laughs> if anybody remembers that scene when um, his employer and him are riding in the car and they go through that golf course yes. and, the, and the swordfish come, you know, the stuffed one comes colliding through the windshield mere inches from his employer's face. It is also not like that. Um, No, I'm in the scene that I looked at in your eye. I was not in a car, and the car that I was not in was not being driven by Stephen Carell. Stephen Carell did not have anything to do with my death, but Stephen Carell does have to do with the birth of my son. 
but that will be for a later episode. Ah, uh, yes. I'm looking forward to that episode. Now, when... Getting back to the episode, of course. Now, when Kevin James walks out of the room um, in agonizing pain, he is hes moaning, he's groaning, he cannot help the pain that he is in, but his wife sleeps through it. At 10.30 p.m. She is in a deep slumber. How early do you think Mrs. James went to sleep that night to already be in such a deep REM to not hear his groaning his pain because Kevin has to practically whip her with a, the blanket on the bed in order for her to become aware of his presence she must have been asleep by 7 o'clock at no latest who is feeding these children it would have to be Kevin as the ultimate father an ultimate friend. Now, she, Kevin, really needs to switch to the sides of the bed that he's laying in because of his shoulder pain. Yeah, he's used to laying on his uh, left shoulder, but his left shoulder is the one that's injured. Yes. Now, he wants to switch because he doesn't like to stare at his wife while he sleeps because, as is stated, She's an ugly sleeper who has zombie faces. Yeah, we see a little glimpse of that. And this is evidently the first time they've talked about it in their 20 years of marriage. Yes. But when she's sleeping, her eyes roll back into her head and she keeps her eyes slightly open. That All you can see is the whites of her eyes. She resembles some sort of, well, undead figure mm. from my nightmares. Yes. I'm glad that a train will soon be... Wiping her out, yes. Like paste on the floor. Just like paste. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Now, despite her putting up a fight, because she is unloving and uncaring, (laughs) uncaring, ungrateful woman, she finally relents and allows him to stay on her side of the bed. Now, as Kevin, you know, as he realizes that he's missing out on being on the side of the bed, he just close to the closet, close to the bathroom. He, there are many conveniences. The glare doesn't hit the TV as hard, so that, you know, viewing experience is much better. So he starts to wonder to himself, what else am I missing out on in the house? Exactly. Before we get to that... Subplot? We have to get to what is fan favorite, but not best character. Chael. Oh, yes. Chael. Chael is still British. Yes, he is. And he is the here. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua how do you feel about Chael I feel like Chael is probably a little piece of all of us when we see Chael we see what we really want to be I think I think a lot about Chael mostly when I'm 
walking and mm. sometimes when I'm doing the dishes yeah and occasionally when I see commercials about dogs in need I think about jail yes and I wish I had a jail in my life now I have been doing realistic life-size sculptures of jail <laughs> In my spare time. Which you have very little of. You're a very busy man. I am. Um, unfortunately, I do not own a camera, so I cannot be showing these um, on any Instagram page that we do not have, or um, even a Facebook. If or, you'd like to, yes, I can describe them in words, dictating them to you, and if fans want to provide their numbers, we could perhaps fax the... <laughs> I enjoy that idea very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, we enter in as the family um, is watching Iron Vegan Chef. And everyone is has a moment of disappointment as their perhaps favorite contestant on this show has been... Um, eliminated. Eliminated. Thank you. I was thinking about jail again. It's easy. It's easy to be distracted by the thought of jail when we are standing by a a piece of marble that has been sculpted into his lanky British body. Yes. I have to put on horse blinders to keep myself from looking at it constantly. Now... Everyone is quite disappointed, as you would be watching a cooking show when your favorite contestant has been eliminated. But Chael, he starts to cry. Yes, he leaves the room and everybody, you know, they kind of just want to move on. But Kevin's unnamed youngest son is, uh, he's much more uh, perceptive than that. Yes. He comments to everyone. I know he has a name, but I don't know what it is. I would love to tell you. His name is Jake. Or Jack. It's Jack. Jack. (laughs) Jake or Jack comments, what the heck was that? An excellent question, Jack. And so the mother, um, in an attempt to show love for her children, talks to her daughter and says... It was kind of, well, the daughter says, did you see that in there? In there? Oh, she said a little better than that. She says, did you see that in there? And the mother says, well, it was kind of hard not to see it. My darling daughter. Insincere. <laughs> I felt, you know, maybe that's just me, but I, I felt a real air of ignorance in her voice. Almost downing her daughter's fiance and you can there's a, quite a struggle with with the daughter whose name I cannot currently recall I keep going <laughs> off of the off of the page that has everybody's names it's hard to f- remember names that aren't Chael or Kevin um Kendra is the oldest daughter's Kendra, name Kendra is torn because 
she appreciates Chael's, you know, vulnerability. Yes. But also we have to remember that oftentimes our viewpoints of, of people's personalities is formed by what we know about our parents. Kendra was raised by the personification of manhood, Kevin. When Chael yes. is crying in such an exaggerated way, I would say the same way that a young lady would when her tea party went astray. She's... Her commitment to him is challenged. She loves his emotional side, but she wants it to be tamed. Yes. Yes. And we see that throughout the show. Um, as she asks for assistance from one of her father's friends, who is a firefighter, to help him man up a little by watching a UFC fight yes. um, and drinking beer. Beers, beers and chips. Beers and chips, which sounds very manly, but as soon as the backstory of one of the fighters comes on... Who bought a home for his grandmother, but his grandmother died of undiagnosed diabetes before she got to see the home. Next thing you know... The friend of Kevin and Jail yes. are both shedding tears aplenty. Update it might be it might be Kevin James's brother in the show. I, I did kind of get an uncle vibe from him. Yes, because his name is Kyle Gable and Kevin's name is Kevin Gable. He's either an uncle or a cousin or perhaps a step nephew. Or perhaps. We will come back to the subplot. <laughs> a little cliffhanger for you there. Now, Kevin has started to notice that many things has changed around the house, partially because of the pushing and prodding of his male companions. We have the bearded one, the yep. short-haired one, mm -hmm. and the bald one. Yes. They all have an important role to play. Um, and they keep letting him know that he's no longer in control of what happens in his house and they they go on a search to find what has been changed behind Kevin's back by his ungrateful, unloving wife. They find almost the seven deadly sins of replacements in this home because his wife selfishly has acted for her own benefit. First, she replaced his favorite recliner with a much more stylish leather chair. That does not recline. Selfish. She also taped 14 episodes of Say Yes to the Dress. I was unclear... <laughs> unclear on how that hurt Kevin, but I imagine it did. Maybe there wasn't... Imagine that he cannot... The, I think the important part was that some of it was reruns. And how would he have room to record his shows? Maybe sports. <laughs> if <laughs> if all of the DVR space was taken up by reruns of Say Yes to the Dress, why would you? Why would you watch reruns of Say Yes to the Dress? You already know whether or not they said yes. Exactly. They already said yes or no. You know already. The twist is gone. That's like watching. 
A rerun of Judge Judy. Now, she has also replaced things such as his George Foreman grill. She has changed the place of which he, he used to keep his coffee cup in the morning. And we found out the ultimate sin, Judas Iscariot. She put the mug on the top higher cabinet, and as he reaches for it with his left hand, Kevin, a fellow lefty such as myself, he realizes that is how he injured himself. Yes. Later on, his wife claims that it was from doing a cartwheel wheel at a bowling alley. Yes. But Kevin is not one for over, you know, for showmanship. He is a very good winner. He's, he mentioned that he in no way hurt his shoulder during the cartwheel, but instead hurt his ankle because he stuck the landing so awesome. Yes. I'm thinking about... I'm hoping there's some filming of that so I yes. can research it because most of my most of my uh, cartwheels end rather pathetically. Yes. I pulled a hamstring last time I tried to do a cartwheel. I'm sorry to hear that, but we have to move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry for going into my personal it's, life. It's all right. He, being Kevin James, confronts his wife, if that's what you want to call her, about this. I, I refuse. I refuse to call her that. He confronts her, and he starts to he starts to tell her what happened to my George Foreman, to my recliner, to the fridge is not full of any of my favorite snacks. Why can't I have a beanbag chair in the bathroom? Exactly. And you know what she says? Because it's not classy. Which? <laughs> Does she know about class? Nothing. Nothing. Kevin played the president in that movie about Pixels. video games. It's called Pixels. Is it? Yes. Kevin played the president in that one. Mm-hmm. I won't say the name of Pixels. I won't say it. You just did. I won't say it again. All right. Now, she has decided that she was going to be, that they together were going to decide what changes, also known as co Kobe diem <laughs> Was it co-peasant? Co-peasant. Competent. I, That's competent. No. <laughs> I didn't quite catch the word, but they said it a lot. I think it was co-peasant. Kevin James did not know what it was either, and any word that he doesn't know, I don't need to know. Would you like me to do a little research? No. Okay, I won't. Thank you. His buddies realize, and they let him know that she has just satisfied his desire in that moment. She, he has not fixed the issue. Instead, he, she has just put a band-aid on a gaping wound. One of his fellow friends gives a striking metaphor. The lollipop method. Yes. When his children want something big, such as... A roller coaster or braces or for their grandma to come back to life he gives them a lollipop mm -hmm. and they forget about it and that is what she did to him she moved his mug to distract him from the fact that the rest of the house is still to her 
her liking. And yes. that is. What is your favorite lollipop? I like, uh, are they called Tootsie Pops? Yes. Where you lick them and then inside is a Tootsie Pop. Yes. I like those. What about you? I enjoy, um, pineapple, I think. Oh, I like grape, too. Grape, yes. Yes. Very good. I think it's a fitting metaphor because I, too, might be distracted by a lollipop. As you just were. I'm here to, I'm here to attest to the fact that it's possible that Zack, the ever-focused horse blinder Zack, not that he has blind, blinded any horses, despite I, the rumors. I, <laughs> Instead, I have horse blindness. I cannot recognize what is and is not a horse. Yes. We had a very interesting time at the rodeo. Uh, we will not be returning, unfortunately, due to the... The ban. Yes. But uh, watching the uh, watching the film Seabiscuit with you was challenging at times. They kept calling it a horse racing. It is a horse. That's a horse in the house. I thought it was a cow. I try to identify horses for him, but in films it's hard because they move so fast. And he gets motion sickness as well. Indeed. So, he returns home, and he brings down from the attic all of his favorite things, including, but not limited to, his recliner, his George Foreman. Up in the bedroom, he has not only put the TV on the ceiling so he can watch while laying in bed, a genius idea, but he has also brought up his uh, ab workout thing, which electrocutes his stomach. And his compression pants. And his comp compression pants. Um, and he is just... He's, he's showing who is the alpha and who is the beta. And he is the alpha. She's the beta. Yes. And in a, a, a turn of events, the compression pants start to go wrong. Yes, they constrict him too tightly. I, I was feeling tense, but Zach actually sunk his teeth into my wooden coffee table in complete suspense. I had a complete chunk of wood in my mouth. <laughs> I had bitten off a corner cleanly. It actually, I, I actually like the design that he left. And I'm thinking about later on watching uh, The River Wild with Zach to see if he could carve something else out of my coffee table. It could happen. But and it's a pretty scary movie. And don't let anybody else tell you different. Kevin Bacon does hold a gun to Meryl Streep. That is a Kevin that I do not enjoy as much as this Kevin. Well, no, he's a very inferior Kevin. Yes. All the Kevins are inferior. It's true. But in her one moment, her one saving grace, uh, his wife does return with some scissors to cut open the compression pants and save Kevin from a life without his beautiful legs. They are quite nice. They have an honest talk where she realizes that Kevin is a man who has ideas. He's a man who has ambition, who needs to feel at home. 
because Kevin realizes and finally voices the truth. It wasn't about the chair. <laughs> it wasn't about the side of the bed. Mm-hmm. Kevin said these words, which I would like a special request, Zach, and I yes. hate to bring this up now and put you on the spot, but most fans don't know, I am, at the moment I step in, Zach is sitting crisscross applesauce in the entryway of his home, and we immediately begin to record before I have even removed my shoes. I would like you to give, to read this line at my funeral. I am the George Foreman Grow. I would be proud. I, I, I have got, um, bumper stickers made of that exact thing as well. Um, it is a symbol of the oppressed. Kevin, I'm sorry, I just got a little choked up there. Kevin is saying he felt like he was put up in the attic and forgotten about, that her priorities were not with him, but with her own selfish comfort. He needed to feel needed. And she will do her best, I guess, but she will inevitably fail. Is there a bird in here? And you keep looking above my head, is there a bird? I see things that you don't. Things that you could never see. I see beyond this dimension, this world. Is that related to the fact that I can see my death in your one eye, the birth of my son in your other eye? Oh, it is. But you'll have to wait till next time to hear that. Okay. But before we end this, we have not yet resolved our conflict with Chael. Well, just quickly, uh, Kevin's wife does allow him to keep his uh, candle that smells like meatloaf. That is the agreement that they make at the end, and it kind of patches up the whole deal. She is still a witch. Though a meatloaf candle, whether it smells like the loafed meat or our favorite artist, meatloaf, we are planning to see in concert the moment the COVID restrictions are lifted or the moment that he decides to do a live acoustic concert from his living room or camper. Yes. I will be there really quickly. <laughs> now to Chael. Chael and the rest of the family are watching a movie where not only does a dog die, but a cat falls off of a waterfall. And everybody is sad. I didn't know if it was Homeward Bound related. Because at first I thought it was Marley and Me. But maybe this is a, a movie unique to the Kevin... Ken, Kevin james verse. Yes. Yes. Now, not to get off topic, Josh, but I, to anybody in the world... Who has power. <laughs> to anybody in the world who has power, I I bequeath you. <laughs> I need to see a crossover event like the Spider-Verse, but with 
all of Kevin James' characters. I'm talking about King of Queens. Kevin can wait. Him as the president from Pixels. The zookeeper from Zookeeper. Yes. And the gorilla. He can be there. His sports writer character from Everybody Loves Raymond. I'll even allow him to be the, the character from Grown Ups. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Now, I just, I, I want it to be complete. That's true. He can have like a, he could just be in the background. A cameo. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a, you know, a full, a full character. Okay. Um, so, um, anybody with power, I need you to make it happen. Please do something for someone else. It's not about you. Somebody, please. Please. Now that I've got that out of my system, um, they're watching this very emotional movie in Chael. He's not crying. Everybody else is. And his fiance asks... Is everything okay? And he says, yes, I'm a man now. He no longer has emotions. He has been told by their uncle, presumably, or cousin of some sort, that what she wants is for him not to be as emotional. So he has cut off his emotions, his very being, so that he can cater to his fiancée. Why are all the women in this show destroying the men we love? It is... Sad. Tragedy. Yes, that was a travesty. Is that a word? Yes. Travesty. Now, they have a talk. And she realizes that she doesn't want him to close off his emotions. She wants him to breathe to breathe his who he is on Chael all the time yes and so Chael they they come to agreement together that Chael will be who he is and that he cries because he's still sad about the about the kitten he was hiding it yes Chael is an emotional man but he does have the ability to hold it back but I think the fact that he doesn't that he weeps shows the fact that he is a real man. Strength. And we have both ends of the spectrum with Kevin, who is a strong masculine type, who would never let anyone but his mother and priest see him cry, and Chael, who lets everyone see him cry, but they are both men. Valuable men. I would love to take a cruise. With Kevin in jail. I would love to take a bullet for them. Hopefully that's not necessary. But if it is, I'll be there very quick, just like at the Meatloaf concert. Maybe it will be at the Meatloaf concert. Yes. And maybe you could get a strand of Chael's hair. Yes. That would be nice. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Zach Can't Wait for Kevin Couldn't Wait. We enjoyed you being here, and we hope you had fun. We couldn't have done it without you. We couldn't. Um, we hope that you are able to watch along with us as we go through this adventure. We hope that if any men are out there whose wives are rearranging their homes, that you are inspired 
Kevin's story of revolt and comeuppance. Keep that meatloaf candle. Keep your head up high. Don't back down. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you for tuning in. And as we always say here, I'll be happy. (laughs) Heaven can wait And a band of angels Wrapped up in my heart Will take me through Through the cold of the day And I know, I know Kevin can wait And the gods come down here Just to sing for me And the melody is gonna make me fly Without pain, without fear 